Hey, what's up, all you core horrors? Welcome back to the Scene Kids podcast. We got the usual crowd this week. We got Elliot coming in strong. Yeah. We got the ghost of Matt. Pantera. <laughs> we got Zach coming in. Hey. We got Tyler. Fucking Tyler coming in. And as always, I'm your host, Drew. This week, we got some interesting stuff for you. We got Tyler Week, the best out of all five weeks of the rotation. He gets to pick the movie and the album. Always going to be fire. It's no way objectively, they're not. Objectively, objectively the best movie and album, by the way. Sorry. I didn't now, mean to interrupt. Speaking of interruptions, do we have an app for you? Oh. Have you guys ever oh. wanted to start about your own podcast? <laughs> Those are fucking words right there. So when I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. I didn't know how to record. I didn't know what to record with. I didn't know how to get my show out there to Spotify, all five people who listen. I didn't know how to get on Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, whatever the fuck they call it now. And I wanted to know, how do I, yes, how do I make money off the podcast? Well, I also didn't know. So the answer I found was Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with the great sponsors that you want. Who wants to advertise your podcast? Well, probably Anchor does, like they do with this one. That means you can get paid the podcast right away, just like me, what I'm doing right now. So guys, go download Anchor, give it a try. Thanks for paying. Thanks for uh, giving me money, Anchor. And... On to the episode. So this Ooh. week, coming in first, we had Tyler's movie, Sword of the Stranger. Tyler, you want to give us a little rundown on this movie? Yeah, um, so basically, it is an anime movie, and uh, it is the Ming Dynasty was uh, is chasing after this kid because they basically want to kill him to make their leader immortal. And a stranger says, a stranger with a sword, I should say, said, nuh-uh. No. And that's bas- that, that's basically the that's the basic plot. Yeah. I'll be real. The plot the plot was not like Anything. I didn't I didn't focus on it too much. Like I, I didn't really care that much about like what was actually going on in the story. But um, yeah, I'm I'm curious to hear what uh Zach and Drew think about this because they're the only ones that watched it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let Zach I'll... go first. All right. Um. I mean, yeah, like you said, the plot, it's pretty basic, like, it, it's your pretty usual person befriends a kid, and at first they don't like him, but then slowly they start to care about him more and more, and then they end up having to save the kid in the end. So it's like that, from that standpoint, it's whatever. But the action and the animation were just absolutely top tier and 100% worth the watch. I, and, and this movie's from 2007, too. So, yeah. and it's so it's 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 over what it's like thirteen years old now. Yeah. It's yeah. it's yeah. been out for a while. Like it's actually it turns thirteen this month. It came out September twenty ninth. It says February fifth, two thousand nine, on here. That's probably in the U.S. Uh, yeah, it's U.S. My yeah. bad. My bad. It was definitely 07. but uh, it yeah, it was really good, really good to look at, especially the blood effects. I don't know, just the way they animated the blood was. 
perfect. Was I was gonna, I was gonna say the art style at times could be a little looked a little weird and a little dated, but it was totally made up for by the animation with the uh with the action and the and the way you know people were impaled with like arrows yep. and swords and stuff like that. Oh yeah, it was really that was cool. that was the biggest draw for this movie to me. I, that was like the biggest thing I took away was like how good the action animation was, and this is considered one of the best like like sword fighting samurai movies yes. like mate ever. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch in here. I my favorite part of the movie was the 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 final battle they had. For sure. Um, just I was I by the time I was finished the movie, I pretty much just didn't pay attention to the plot at all. I was so drawn yeah. in by the animation and the, the the blood, the way it splattered on everything. Absolutely mm-hmm. beautiful movie. And it's kind of it's interesting, honestly, because like I, it's like soup. This movie, when you look at it, is super violent. But like at no yeah. point did, you, did it like disgust you. Like it was no. never. It was. It was like I don't want to say tasteful, but like nothing gratuitous. It, it wasn't. But it was like very fluid and pretty violence yeah like even, even even though some of like some of the the deaths in this movie are like they're like ooh, holy shit getting like, decapitated or getting cut in half yep or stabbed yeah. in the gut yeah no, I, I enjoyed i enjoyed this movie a lot and i i figured you two i, yeah, I figured yeah. everybody except matt would enjoy this movie because he's not he's not a big anime guy but now, this was, I feel like this was a this was a pretty good choice. What yeah. was really interesting is when Tyler said that the same people who made this movie also made uh, a shit ton of other animes, including one of my personal favorites, Noragami. Oh yeah, these guys made for any you know if the five of you who listen to this podcast are ag- if one of you watches anime, I'm sure you've seen Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, one of the goats. Mob Psycho is also one of the best. Uh, all of they made my hero and it's those alone are just like holy like studio bones knows exactly what they're doing and it shows in this movie yep yeah so any final thoughts on you guys on the movie besides it was fucking beautiful yeah yeah the, the animation for me was was the main draw the story the all I could really ask for for the story was it to not be complete dog shit, and it wasn't. Yep. Yep. It was. It was. It served its purpose. It was there to give you something to pay attention to, but it was never. It was never like a, a hindrance on the movie, yeah. in my opinion. It it so. gave a reason for the violence to happen. Yep. All right, so we're gonna shift it on to our next thing. Tyler's album of the week. Tyler, would introduce the album to. So the album this week was. By a band Orbit Culture, they are from Sweden, I believe. Yeah. They are they are the second Swedish metal band to be featured on this podcast. Uh, Scar Symmetry is also from Sweden. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the album came out this year is called I want to say Nija, Nija, Nija. I don't know if, which one. I said he pronounces it on the album, and I I, I think it's I think he said Nija. Um, but uh, I. I found this album browsing through Reddit one day, mm-hmm. and um, I listened to it while I was working one day. And I'm like, okay, this this will be a pretty, this will pretty be a pretty good album, I think. 
because I knew I know Zach well enough. I know his taste in music well enough to know. Okay, he's gonna enjoy this. Like regard, like I know he's going to enjoy this. I I would be I would have been more interested to hear Drew's thoughts on it because I think Matt would have enjoyed it as well. Now I I definitely can say that I definitely enjoyed this album. Um, I I sat back listened to it. I think last week the the day you gave I don't know whenever the day you gave it to us was something like Tuesday or something. It was Monday or Tuesday. Um, the the very last track, "Set Us Free," was was didn't really catch my eye too much. So towards then, I was just like, I think I was tired. I think it was like two in the morning. So I'm like, all right. But listening to "Behold" and "Rebirth," probably my two favorite songs on the album. Um, mainly I don't know if it's because the music video is also beautiful for that too. I also watched that. Oh, I didn't see those. Yeah, I was I was really digging that the visuals for that. I think that really just caught my attention. And the vocals in general, I'm I'm really digging Swedish uh, metal. Pretty pretty fucking rad. Yeah, no, he their their choruses or mm-hmm. the guy the the vocalist his voice sounds a little bit like James Hetfield, kind of. That, that's he had what a I'm very say. He had a very Metallica y feel to their yep, voices. Yep. He, like a, a more epic Metallica. Let's put yeah, it in more his, epic Metallica his sound. Voice, his singing voice definitely sounds like. Also, kind of, I feel like I feel like you can, kind of, I would say that it's kind of like a, Gojira kind of thing. I had I thought of going to this album. When I was listening to him. Uh, some of the riffs on this album are pretty heavy. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. It's, it is very. It is he- really heavy. Yeah. Heavy. I mean, it is. What's, it's the second album now that we've done in the Swedish mellow death uh, thing in the genre, I guess, because that is, I mean, they are basically the capital of that genre. Yeah. So it's not it's not entirely shocking that they would <clears throat> come from Sweden. <laughs> I like it's it's very it's the same genre as the Scar Symmetry album that we listened to, but it's definitely. Way heavier. It's, yeah, definitely. It's, yeah. it's it falls in that same thing, but it leans a lot more towards the heavy, which I I enjoyed quite a bit. I really liked uh, North Star, Behold, Mirror Slave. Yep. They were just so many of the riffs on this album mm-hmm. are just so. I have I have something to add on for the kind of the context of the album that I didn't want to tell you guys beforehand because I figured it would it would be best to tell you on here. So. The, the lead singer, their vocalist, um, he mixed and mastered this album himself. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And according to this thing on Genius, um, uh, he commented, I won't lie, this album has been the, been the hardest and most difficult set of songs I've ever worked with. Not so much by the musical side of things. The songs themselves were pretty fast to write. However, technical difficulties with computers, hard drives, members leaving, guitars failing, and touring for the first time had stalled the album quite a bit. And that, however, he did say this may be the first time in our musical adventure that I'm truly proud of something the boys and I have made. So mm. I, I thought that was I, I always yeah. when I read that I appreciated it much more because like to, to to think that you know and I'm sure he had a heavy hand in the production of it too, like the fact that he mixed and mastered all this by basically by himself. That's you know, awesome. Made me made me like it a whole lot more because Definitely. you could tell he cares he cares about what he put out yeah. and. And they've and they've been making music. Let me go see real fast. Um, I had it pulled up and I lost it. Yeah, it looks like 
2014. They have, they, this is their third album. They have three albums and an EP, and they just started touring, like, wow. last year or the previous year. Like, yeah, they, they're... So he's just now blowing up off of this. Also, I don't know if you guys listened to that other single I sent, but, uh... That is that is their best that is their best song in my opinion. I I, that, I have to agree. That like I was gonna say I wanted you guys to listen to that so I just so I could tell you I love this album. The album is amazing, but no single song on this album touches that touches that song. Saw like not I don't in my opinion at least I don't know how you guys feel. I it's tough for me to rank like it's I'd have to listen to it a lot more to be able to put anything over the other because it's just they're very consistent yeah um well i'm glad i'm glad to hear you both liked it i'm sure matt would have loved it yeah uh but i was definitely curious i was definitely curious to hear what uh what drew had to think well yeah definitely you definitely got that good jury vibe off of that and then now that you bring up the james hetfield kind of like course i definitely can can see that and i don't i didn't really think about it when i was listening to it but i can definitely like, definitely hear i would that. love to see him live if they ever came around oh here. definitely i would absolutely love to yeah. see him. i feel like he they put on a great show all right so let's uh let's talk about our favorite movies and albums of our cycle every if you didn't know uh every five weeks we have a cycle that goes on uh each week, one of us will pick an album, and one of us will pick a movie. Changes each week for five weeks to week of the Tyler week. So we're gonna pick our uh, the best album and best movie. We're gonna start. Let's start with uh, start with Zach. All right. Well, so first, I'm just gonna, for my sake as well, kind of run through what each one was. Like, so for movies, if we're picking best movie. We had Judge Dredd, Creep, Creep 2. Oh, God. Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Super Broly, and now Sword of the Stranger. Um, of those five, that is... I mean, Creep 2 is eliminated. Oh, yeah. Alfred. God, yeah. Yes. That was awful. Um, uh, Creep 2 was the biggest waste of time, but yeah. Yeah. I would say I liked Creep, but probably not as much as the other three. Bruh. Um, Let's go. And then between, between Judge Dredd, Broly, and Sword of the Stranger. God. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll say my favorite movie right now. Try to know. It was Dragon Ball. Yeah, that's where I was gonna go. That, but but don't get me wrong. Sword of the Stranger. Another win for anime, baby. Is 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 right there behind it. It's it's literally yeah. like. The only reason is because I didn't, I the I don't know some of the plot just didn't stick with me, didn't care for it that much. If they would have changed yeah, a few I, things, it definitely would be number one for me. Yeah, Dragon Ball for me gets the edge because Broly and Sword of the Stranger they both have incredible action animation, but Broly definitely more consistent and more impressive animation to me. Judge Dredd fell a little bit behind because some of the effects aren't great because it's not a super high-budget movie, I believe. Um, so that, that knocked it down a little bit. And then, yeah, Broly's animation is just peak. It's absolutely incredible. <clears throat> um, I mean, I guess I'll, I'll 
are we just picking movie right now? And yeah, then we'll yeah, do we're movie really now. Okay. I mean, I, <laughs> I have to pick Broly. It's one of my favorite movies I've ever watched. I mean, massive Dragon Ball fan, and it's like a wet dream, mm-hmm. but like actually real. So I, I'm picking Broly. However, I will say, creep, creep is a creep is a close second. Nice, nice. I definitely I and then I only say that because I enjoyed Creep way more than I thought I would. Yeah, the first one definitely. The second one. <laughs> yeah, no, Creep Creep Two is not worth uh, wasting breath now, on further. That one got a higher rating than Creep One. I I don't. Uh, it has to be because yeah. there was genitalia in it. Like, there's no other explanation. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was bad. Yeah. Yeah. But we're not here to yeah. talk about the bad right now. We're here in the best of the week. <laughs> now, Tier Elliot. Yeah, Elliot. Tier Elliot. So, Elliot, of those, you saw what? Two of them? Yeah. <laughs> Judge Dredd and Dragon Ball. He's going to say Dredd. Yeah, it's just, it's just, I like, you know, like the cyberpunk aesthetic more. Just generally. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Shout out yeah. to Cyberpunk. I also didn't want to vote for my own movie, but, like, I was close to doing so. Broly was fantastic, too, though. Like, Hell it's, yeah. it's Hell an undeniably yeah. amazing movie, and I don't even watch Dragon Ball. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> so then, I, you're going you're gonna, to... Go ahead, Elliot. You're going to say something else? No, it was just oh, it was okay. a really good movie. I don't yeah. even watch Dragon Ball. <laughs> That's nice. But, you know, like, I, I just I just love the aesthetic, the overall aesthetic of Dread. I love, you know, like, I love Blade Runner. I love all that kind of shit. Yeah. I love Akira. I love uh, Ghost in the Shell. So I mean, just I mean, I picked it for a reason too. It's because yeah. I, I just I absolutely love that movie. So now let's uh, let's move on to the uh, the album. Now right. I don't remember. Elliot's just gonna pick his album. I'm gonna. I'm trying to remember. Are you just gonna pick your album? Just again to run through real quick. The albums were uh, Between the Buried and Me, The Great Misdirect. Okay. Scar Symmetry Holographic Universe. Uh, we had the Crazy 88 album. Shout out. Uh, that was, what was it called? Burning Alive. Mm-hmm. We had the first Glass Beach album. And oh, yeah, I skipped that, didn't I? You guys <laughs> talked about it. Yeah. Oh, oh we'll, we'll, reha- we'll recap it for you. Don't you yeah. worry. Okay. <laughs> and then, obviously, this week we had the Orbit Culture album. And this is... This is another very tough one to pick, as uh, as the movie of the or as the best movie was. I I guess I'd probably go to Orbit Culture. I don't know if it's recency bias or what, but like just right now, that it was basically the Scar Symmetry album, but a little bit better to me. So I got to go with Orbit Culture. Mind if I go, Drew? You mind yeah, yeah, if I go? go? go, ahead, go ahead. I, basically, I'm going to run through my thoughts for each album really, really quick. Yep. Zach's album, Between the Buried and Me, gr- admittedly, a great album, like a really good piece of art. However, it has, for me personally, zero replayability yep. and cannot, like, songs, ca- I can't put any songs in playlists, so mm-hmm. it had no staying power, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I got you, I got you. Six tracks, one hour long. It's yeah, no, it's, it's not something I can throw in a playlist because it would take up half my car ride home, at yeah. least. So, but Matt's album, which I I basically picked for him, I told him to tell you guys to listen to it. But I, I love that album. I've heard it before. But I, in Drew, 
Drew's album was the Crazy 88. That was good. It was solid. Right. Nothing, nothing, nothing groundbreaking. Yeah. Elliot, Elliot, your album was dog shit, and I couldn't get first. <laughs> I couldn't yeah. get. Okay. I no, got. No, no, no. I, knew, I knew you guys weren't. Elliot, gonna like it I got through. I got through most. I got through more of it than anybody else. Yeah. I gave it more of a chance than anybody else in, in on this on this show. Yeah. No, that's I, fine. I and I, I, chose... I, I very much disliked it. Yeah, um, that's fine. I wasn't expecting. I wasn't expecting you guys to like it. Because I was like, this we, we is, crashed this, is, this thing pretty hard last week. I was like, um, this is a weird ass fucking record. It's 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 not normal. I respect so, you for picking something different though. Yeah. Um, and then my album, which I don't want to pick my album, but like if I'm being honest, I think my album was the best, just yep. objectively speaking, like. And, and I don't think it's recency bias, like, because I've listened to it, like, uh, earlier this week, so I don't remember all of it that much, but, like, I know I loved it, and I definitely enjoyed listening to it more than any other album, except maybe Scar Symmetry. Alright, I'm gonna pitch in my opinions here. Um, I'm gonna have to agree with Zach and Tyler. Uh, the it, it definitely was my favorite album. Um, and, and yeah, it definitely wasn't recency. It was just a solid, a solid fucking album, dude. Uh, second for me. Now I I re-listened to Crazy Idiots Burning Alive again this week, and I actually liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna be adding some of the songs. Uh, uh, Maloko Plus with Garrett Russell. Fucking love that man, Garrett. Oh my god, that song is beautiful. That's going in the playlist. Um, that's close. A close second for me, and I'm not saying because I picked it. I when I when I picked that album, I had I never listened to it. I listened to maybe like part of one song and said, "All right, it's what I'm picking." But yeah, definitely uh, Orbit Culture for me. Um, what about uh, what about you, Elliot? Out of the album, he's only heard oh, yeah. his own album. Oh, yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> it's been a shit past months. So. I got a uh, I got the clean sweep then, basically. Yeah, clean yeah. sweep. Clean sweep. Clean sweep. Let's go. Because I'm sure if Matt was here, he would have picked. He would have said Scar Symmetry, but like Symmetry, because he loves that album and he loves that band. But I mean, we'll just for the sake of people who are here cast their vote. It was me. All right, so let's get in some uh, some news. Finally, now we got new singles. Um, this past two weeks, week week or two. Uh, three main ones looking at here. We got Bring Me the Horizon. We got Hundredth, and we got Era. Let's start with the new Bring Me the Horizon single. I think most of us have listened to. Yeah, we're gonna call out Zach for out front just for saying. Oh, oh my god, so dude! Blood's gonna be on it. Uh. No, it, it's it's arguably just as good amazing. as Paris. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not, not better than Ludens, but but as good as Parasite Eve in my opinion yeah last three singles Ludens is still my favorite uh then this new one Obey and then Parasite Eve and they're all great singles mm-hmm. I think so I'm pretty excited for the new album um looking going into it with some some high hopes hoping for the best um any you guys have any thoughts I want to hear Zach your thoughts on it I mean I I like it I, I would probably put it third of the three more recent singles. Boo! I mean, I, 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 I yeah, prob- if I had to go with and, the rating of them, I would say and, it's third. Yeah. Know, part of it may be because I remember it came out 
and in the Instagram group chat, there were there was a lot of specifically from Drew, all caps, freaking out. Bro, and yeah. I was like, this is about to be the filthiest banger I've ever heard. And then it's like uh. a chorus that I didn't really like, all right verses, and a breakdown that was fire, but lasted about five seconds. And no, I, I wasn't. I was mostly freaking out because you said it was. You saw that it was Youngblood was going to be in it. And you said, "Oh, this is gonna totally to be suck." Youngblood solo good. music is corny oh, garbage. I I've never listened to it. I've only ever heard him on the song. So, but I but I but I listened to the song, and I thought, "Oh my god, this does not suck." <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it it doesn't suck, but uh, Drew, I can't quite be on the same level as Drew with it. Like I said, the verses, they were fine. They were good. The breakdown was fire but it was as soon as it started it was over and i just i was not a fan of the chorus so i thought it was an all right decent song but for me definitely worse than parasite eve and ludens but still a step overall we're in the all, direction we're from... all in agreement that ludens is the best song they've yes. put out since Sempaterno. it was in death stranding it's so good it is yeah it's that's the only it's... reason why is because kojima liked it that's the only reason i liked it <laughs> Now, um, next we got hundredth. Now, here, here. Let's start with uh, my thoughts, if you guys don't mind. Here, um, I mean, you're the one yeah. who knows this band. I so, literally just discovered them about the uh, first an hour time. Ago. The first time I saw hundredth was Warp Tour. I think like maybe like 2015. Uh, they were a hardcore band. Um, absolute fucking heat. I had their seat. They they have a music kit in CS:GO too. I have. Uh, their vinyl for that album, I've seen them live multiple times. I mean, not recently, not in the past like three, four years, but when you know, around that time of Warp Tour, I went to go see them a few times here playing local. Um, this new single they released is a complete 180 from Hardcore. Uh, they are an indie band now, and I'm sound I'm, indie music. I felt like I felt like it feels like a little indie like it just sounded like it was just a singing like a soft singing kind of song like it wasn't indie. I, I did hear a little snippet sounded like they were doing like auto-tune vocals it didn't it was definitely more like a light day seeker more and not like a and not like something I would you know walk into a, a coffee shop on a college campus yeah. and, and think yeah. wow I, I would like to do a complete 180 out of this building yeah, yeah. It, it did not sound like that at all it not, was, it it sounded like Dayseeker, just a lot less good. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> now, now, especially I... considering that Drew sent a song that from their from their previous albums, and that was really good. Yeah, that, that was really heavy. Break free is I enjoyed key. that. Yeah, that entire album, Tyler, if you want to listen to it, it's absolute heat. I have, I have it all saved. Yeah, it's but... it's now. Um, I'm not saying it's bad. It's just not what I want to hear from one of my favorite, like one of the bands that like put me in the direction of hardcore that's fair yeah it's it's a very fair statement that's like like right now because you know back then they were my knocked loose like they were what knocked loose is to me now hmm. so if and like let's say let's say knocked loose is one of one and you fucking started doing like oh yeah I don't voice yeah that yeah that's, that's what this feels like to me <laughs> like i'm fucking i'm kind of hurt now i don't get me wrong it's their band they can do whatever the fuck they want it's good for them it's just not what i wanted to hear for them from them like they're gonna have a whole different fan base probably within the next two years. No one's gonna remember or like, you know. Polar opposites. Get on to the big boy. The Come big on. fucking boy. 
A fucking era. Meaty boy. Absolute like I love era so fucking much, dude. Have a tattoo inspired by them. Ah. Oh, every oh, album they've released is a fucking banger, dude. Mm. And I, I... go ahead, Zach. Mm. It's probably my favorite era song right now. Uh, listen, uh, this is a perfect combination. Yep. It's their older style with J it's basically an older era song with JT, which yep. is exactly what yep. I wanted to hear. Because yep. I've, I've said to you guys before, I love JT as a vocalist. I love their newer stuff, but those older albums Are just they hit, they hit different. Like, the breakdowns were better. The solos were better. Yep. I feel like his singing and like Jesse's singing and choruses were better. But but overall, I like their newer stuff. I like their newer stuff probably about equally, but I like them for different reasons. Mm -hmm. But this was a perfect, perfect blend of all of it. And I can't wait to hear the album if they'd ever like to announce it. Cough, cough. Please. It's, just, no. it's so heavy and catchy. The, there's like two breakdowns break and they're both filthy. Yes. The solo is beautiful. Yep. It's just, it's perfect and I love it so much. Now, Drift is definitely my favorite album still of theirs. 100%. Now, I'm not just saying that because it's tattooed on me forever. But still, favorite album. Um, Close second, Impulse, their first album for me. And this song just took me back the first time I heard uh, like Render the Void. And, um, fucking Alpha Seed Alpha Augment, dude. Oh, so fucking good. Jesse, Jesse does not miss on a chorus. It's, Jesse it's doesn't miss in insane. general. He does not miss on a chorus, though. Like, he is such yeah. a good singer. The talent and he sounds on this exactly man. the same live, which yep. is even better. Because, and he's, he's the, you know, the already riffs are impossible to play. The riffs are so fucking good and so complex. Also, best friends with Noah Sebastian. Hell yeah, dude. Aren't they, like, roommates or something? I guess, but, like, yeah. they're, they, they, I think they live together, because they're always yeah. together on Instagram. Fucking insane. Noah Sebastian, also. Beautiful man. Ah! Uh, Elliot, did you by chance hear the new uh, era song? Yeah, I heard a snippet of it. Now, they did sign sure. to, um... UNFD. Yeah. UNFD. Which is a fucking great record label. I'm happy UNFD. they got off of Sumerian. They have they have North Lane, I'm pretty sure. They do. They, and they, have, have, they have a stacked roster. Yeah. They have North Lane and like Moths to Flames. Those are the two biggest uh, names I remember. Stray from the they Path, that, uh, Amity Affliction, Silverstein, Silverstein. Architects. Yeah, yeah they're uh, a... UNFD and uh, Sharp Tone are kind of running it right now. Yeah, it's, definitely. Uh, let's get Vale of Maya on there. Now, yeah. Sumerian... Vale and after the burial, someone save them. Honestly, yeah, Please. because Sumerian's going to kill them. I hate to say and it. And Born of Osiris. Like I used to yeah. love them, but they're they're going they're I don't want to say a sellout direction, but who? Sumerian. I don't want to say I don't. Oh, wanna, I, was I don't. Say, I thought you were talking about one of those bands. And yeah, because they got they got bad omens on there too. Oh. Bad omens seems to be doing well though. Yeah, they got slaughter yeah. to prevail. Ooh. Um. Slaughter to prevail left. They might have. This is I'm just looking at their recent roster. It might. It still says they're signed to them, but they might have hmm. right left recently. After the burial, um, but then recently they signed the Smashing Pumpkins, <laughs> which <laughs> thought that was fucking hilarious because I I opened the inst their Instagram story and I hear the new Smashing Pumpkins song, and uh, wh whoever has seen Scott Pilgrim, 
the very first sh um, battle that Scott Pilgrim has, where the uh, the boyfriend's singing that song, it oh, sounds it exactly the same. It, yeah, no, no, not garbage truck. Garbage truck is a good song. Whatever the boyfriend yeah, is singing. But that's the first battle. Why well, do you mean? That. I meant like the boyfriend battle, the first Evil X battle. You know what I'm yeah, that's yeah, that's the garbage truck. Okay, whatever. Okay, okay. What are they playing garbage truck at the show though? I'm talking about when when the the Scott they're playing garbage truck. The guy comes down through the ceiling, and he sings a song, and he's like a fucking disco kind of guy. It's the same exact thing. It's like I'd rather listen to the fucking. I'd rather listen to Death. Yeah. The new Smashing Pumpkins is what I'm getting at. It's fucking terrible. It's it's not bullet with butterfly wings oh my god yeah how can you release fucking two beautiful albums and then just i mean drugs but shit man like come on drew, drew really about to ask how can you release two great albums then flop when he has wage war tattooed on him oh whoa <laughs> I, didn't to, I didn't want to say it but like I, that's that is a oh. fair point that is absolutely a fair point. Hey, look, man. Drew is to cardiac arrest. Look, look. I'm. I just. I don't. If this next album is fucking terrible, I'm gonna get it covered up, man. <laughs> yeah, gonna... Well, maybe don't like tattoo a lot of band shit on here. Literally, that would it was probably be preferable. Oh, but I, I mean, it's. I mean, it's your life. I mean, I, but I. I like pressure though. Like, you, that is your right. That is your right. However, as we like to do around these parts, we like to call spades. Let's call spades. Yeah. spades. It is, it, it is, is a mediocre album at best. You can like it all you want, but that does not change the fact that it is a mediocre album. I know. It is, yeah, it is your right to say that you enjoy pressure, as it is our right to say that one of the symptoms of COVID-19 is a lack of taste, and so you may want to go get checked. <laughs> 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 all right, all right, and that ends that topic. <laughs> well, wait, because I wanted to on the free like, I used to like Sumerian because it seemed like they were a, probably the biggest, most popular label that had heavy bands on there. But it's kind of just it's become clear recently that they have very little interest in promoting and pushing their heavy bands, which mm -hmm. is is very disappointing. So. If, if someone would like to save after the burial and veil of Maya, they keep pushing release back. I mean, Born of Osiris released part one of an album in January of 2019, and we still haven't heard news about part two. They're too busy because focusing on asking I Alexandria. That was an EP. No, it was. They were supposed to be a part two. Oh, I didn't but know. Sumer that. Sumerian has become uh, kind of notorious for delaying uh, their band's releases quite a bit. So, uh, I'm all in on UNFD and Sharp Tone now. Yeah. And Solid State. And Pure Noise. I don't know what that was. <laughs> Alright, let's move on to our next uh, topic here. We're going to be talking about, uh, this This one will be really fun to have Madden on. We're mainly going over our types of like metal core that we prefer. For example, um, this is going to fucking suck to say. <laughs> but I didn't write this. So I'm more of a hardcore kind of metalcore kind of person. You know, Knock to Lose, Kublai Khan, fucking... I mean, you don't have to 
say all the actual. Yeah, I know, I know. You can just with the styles of band. Yeah. Favorite kind of style. All that fucking now, core. Uh, in one we're gonna. Room. For, yeah, for yeah, me, sorry. it's more of like a hardcore leaning kind of sound. Uh, progcore. Is, is on here now. Era is labeled with progcore. I don't. I don't agree. With I don't that. agree with that either. That's I just. Like, I put it all under. Like, I put it all under metalcore. But uh, that's more about different styles. Well, they're definitely more metalcore. I mean, if you if you can't hear a difference between era and knocked loose, I well, don't. Well, obviously, really yeah. But I'm just saying, I don't want to. Like, I like we talked about earlier. I don't want to put like a label. It's not, it's not inherently bad to. I know. I know. I'm just trying to like. Like above, below could probably fall into there. Like, like I definitely agree with gent core, or gent, just gent in general. Because yeah. that's just zeros and ones and fucking filthy breakdowns. With some uh, meat. Now, what would we consider a sil Silent Planet under? So, uh, I would say they are mel melodic, melodic something or other. I don't know. Yeah, they're kind of weird. They're fucking they're, amazing. They're, yeah, they're in a league of their own. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. But if we're if we're talking preferred style, I mean, I of all the styles we've talked about, I love all of them and i well, love yeah, me too, bands yeah. that do but anything. i know i know exactly what your favorite kind of style <laughs> but is. mine if i were forced to pick it'd be that more metal leaning all oh, because of yeah. fucking trivium dude isn't it yeah, i mean it's, it's heavier riffs yep. the, uh, yeah like i know it does i know I'm not i love metalcore but there's a lot of bands that have very samey sounding riffs and like and then a generic breakdown, which is cool, but like, there's something about like a cool riff and a, an amazing solo in that more like trivium as I lay dying type of uh, metalcore that I just I love. Let's just start um, yeah. doomcore. Uh, I mean, I I'm kind of in the in the middle of all this like I, I love just about all of those bands and it really depends on what kind of mood i'm in yeah to be honest with yeah you. like yeah. i will say i the only one thing that i'm not in the mood for as much just based going off the bands that you have listed for it uh, is the standard slash generic yeah. that's the one i'm in the mood for the least i would say at least uh I'm in, the one I'm in. I don't listen to as often. Um, but I mean, if I had to pick one, I would say more the more genty kind of stuff, specifically because of Vela Maya and Currents. Yeah, mm -hmm. of Those yes. are two of my favorite bands because yeah. Currents not being listed in the gent is uh, a criminal. Um, you should be locked up for that. I'm sorry. Oh, they I, were just oh, they were right the now. two most like outwardly explicitly gent metalcore bands yeah i like and, and i and i like and i like don't get me wrong i liked knocked loose sometimes though brian's voice is just a little too grating someday for some days for my taste it's just a little too that's when you put on kublai khan and 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 even some days kublai khan is even a, is a little bit is like all right i'm not really in the mood for this because that that Knocked Loose and Kublai Khan and Left Behind, even though That's they're not awesome. necessarily hardcore. Th those are the those are the three bands that 
you know, I would punch my grandmother in the face if she mm-hmm. she got up and fr- if she was in front of me on the wrong breakdown. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I I would punch a hole straight through my grandmother's beautiful face. Can't yeah. can't confirm I, that. And uh, that is a threat, Grandma. It, it is. It's not a threat, Grandma. I love you, but um, <laughs> but like, I love Era. I don't think they're prog like, at all. I think they're I more jetty. I don't understand. I don't understand how they fall in that. But I I like I like all of it. But I would say Gent is probably my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I feel um, like the Gent, I feel like the Gent has more variety in it than any of the other ones. If I, if that makes sense. I, I like, feel like guitar work is better generally. Like just like or at least more varied and more interesting to me. Cuz like the metal core, the metal core kind of stuff like as I lay dying kill switch and trivium you know it's it's well excluding trivium but it's mostly just nowhere to hide and then it's you know a big chorus whereas gent is kind of all over the place that's yeah and when we're saying like generic standard metalcore I guess you could say we're talking about the the warp tour kind of bands you see no the architects and all the bands that rip off architects <laughs> what, what other bands rip off architects i can't, I can't really think of like any architects i feel like architects have their own saying, sound like, you guys kept saying architects rip off bands but i like, never said that once once just want to clarify oh so zach okay fine zach kept saying well can okay we mainly get a couple of names like just so recently, i can get an idea recently uh wage war at least the the heavier tracks on pressure were uh, pretty architects inspired. It's just All right. a lot of like while she sleeps, buried tomorrow. Um, a lot of the metalcore bands where it's like you hear them and you're like, "Hey, this is pretty solid. This is good," and they don't really stick with you like that. Yeah, I would that, say buried tomorrow does not did not stick with me at all. And that's not to say that they're bad. No, I but, can say I can agree with you. They're not bad, but like that new their newest album did not catch me in the slightest at like, all. I like oh, I just realized I probably one of the uh, more popular scenes recently that I forgot to mention, or most more popular subgenres of metalcore recently is this new metalcore that's N U. That's uh, popping up recently, which is also Alpha fire. Dealer, dealer, although they're not a thing anymore. Fuck, uh, it's not not fuck dealer. It's just fuck their vocalists. Yeah, Alpha Wolf, Lotus uh, Eater, Vein. A lot of a lot of bands. That's that's one that's popping up more recently in the past couple years. But that's another fire uh, scene within metalcore. Oh, I would throw Fit for a King in the g- standard generic metalcore. Yep, by the way. yep, yep. But I feel like they do it better. They do it better than. What anybody. about August Burns yeah. Red? They did do it better yeah, than anybody. But ADR's in there too. Yep. But they. But I would not say. They're... But I would not say. I would say our ABR is one of those bands that other bands rip off of. You know, because I mean, yeah, they've been around right. forever. They, they might fall somewhere like, not all the way in that standard. Like they're, also slightly leaning toward the metal. Core, like they've got some metal kind of riffs. I, I understand. I get what you're saying there. There, yeah. I wouldn't say they're full on, uh, but yeah, it's it's all good. It's an amazing genre as a whole. Definitely. That's, like the whole thing just highlights like so many of these bands 
that we're talking about sound nothing like each other, but they all fall under this metalcore genre, which is why I love it, because, like, you can do so much with it, and it all sounds so good. Any, uh, any final thoughts on this, uh, topic before we move on? Mm-mm. Are you all good? Do I let it out? Current's best band, yeah. I mean, I'm up there with you, yeah. Now, let's, uh, let's talk about, um, bands who are putting out this is uh bands that are putting out four or more singles for the new albums mm. uh mainly looking at fit for a king you guys i fucking love you guys just don't spoil the entire album before it's out please it's yeah this is i think what fit for a king's doing it i think Olive got like five singles out how many did currents release was it three currents or, put no, out they, 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 did, did, they did poverty of self that came out long skin. before they did monsters and flagged a wave that's four. yeah they did four that's all they did. They didn't do the other. They because Kill the Ache obviously wasn't one, and definitely the only other one they could have put out as a single was like Better Days. Now, Fit for a King, I am fucking digging. I'm so excited for this new album. Um, I haven't listened, and I I mean I'm kind of I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I actually have I actually have a pretty like I I'm very strongly against bands putting out all like a bunch of songs well yeah this is, this is me personally i like to listen to an out al- when i sit down and listen to an album for the first time i don't want to hear half the album i don't want to have to like okay i've heard this before i know like, i'd like i'd like when i sit down to listen to an album for the first time i'd like it to be a mostly new experience mm-hmm. so by releasing songs mm-hmm. as singles like four or five and i get why they do it they have yep. to they want to get their streaming numbers up. They need they, they need to get their money. Yeah. I completely understand and from a business standpoint, but me personally, I would rather hear new music and rather than okay, this is a 11 song album and five of these songs were singles, so I'm only getting six new songs. I, I just feel like it, I feel like it, it just it hampers the experience of listening to an album for the first yeah. time personally. Now, I have listened to all this Fit for a King singles because I'm a fucking simp for Fit for a King. Um, and I can't... I, I, I love how they are straight up like, hey, this song is going to be like radio <laughs> radio rock. Yeah. And they, they like spoilers for their album. <laughs> I thought it was fucking hilarious. Now, Annihilation, holy shit. Hey. That song is fucking... I haven't heard it. Here. I've only heard Breaking the Mirror and God of Fire. God of Fire is good, too. Those songs. I've yeah. only heard both of them. I've only heard those, too. So, everything else is brand new. Yeah, but but, but I'm with Tyler on this one. I definitely can say I'd rather not have the album spoiled. But at the same time, when a band like that... Like, Chelsea Grin, their new single. Uh, the second it came out, I listened to it. Because I love Chelsea Grin so much. Yeah, but I, I don't think that's a new album single, is it? I, I don't know. I feel like that no. might have been... See, that's 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 this kind of branches off this topic, but it's in the same vein. Is bands releasing singles and then just not not release not dropping an album announcement? That makes um, me suffer. Mail of Maya era. Yeah. Um, there was another one. Hey, well, I, I guess we could say Chelsea Grin, but like they, they dropped these incredible. All three of these bands dropped these awesome singles, and then just and that's it. That's it. Uh, yeah, because like, Mail of Maya just dropped the single, just seemingly just to drop it. And then Ooh. they're gonna they're gonna fuck off for a well, while. Well, members members only was a was a false idol leftover. Let's I mean really? I, no, that didn't sound anything like false idol to me. That sounded like something. Nah, that sounded like something from false idol. It, it could have been like a cut, like something that got cut out. 
absolutely, it definitely sounded like that to me. Let me like, just say I, that I could be I could be wrong. Make them suffer. Like it had the octopus hand sticking out and all that too from the door, like on the, I mean, on the title cover. It, Kingdom of Giants is proving anything is possible, considering they released Bleach in February of 2019, and it's going to be on their album that comes out next month. So, you More can do whatever you want with singles. More power to them. Can I just say that Make Them Suffer's best song, or one of the best songs, Hollow Heart, just isn't on an album? Just yeah, that's, that's another one of those. It's like, a, it's like a single to either tide you over or generate hype or... Some bands just drop singles we'll before they go po on tour, so they have something new and like. Poverty yourself, really I felt like was the it. same way with Currents, because that album, that that song came out what like, almost a. It came out in like October of last year. Did he? I felt like it was longer. Mm, I'll find out. Hold on. Because I mean, I just felt like it definitely gave the band more hype, dude. It was insane. Like, um, Jeez, um it's, it says 2020, but like that's not true. Right. Uh, it says tw I got 2019, but I can't find a month. It's definitely it's November 29th, 2019. Okay, wow. All right. November 29th. Damn. So Damn. yeah, yeah, and that album came out in like, June. June, yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's, yeah, that's yeah, that makes sense. Okay, yeah, yeah. It just felt it was a it was a good while before we got uh second skin. Yeah. It was Second Skin, I think, came out in either... I think it came out in February. That, that straight up, when uh, you and me were talking to him, uh, he, he flat out said, it, yeah, the new the new song's gonna come out in, like, four weeks. Like, yeah. holy shit. Yeah, and he said there was another single coming out. He said probably two more singles. And, and he said the album, album yeah. Summer. I was like, holy and fuck. They, they stuck to it. And then I'm, I asked him if, he could, if they were gonna be touring in the fall. He's like, yeah, if we had our way, yes. <laughs> Damn, dude. No. A week later. <laughs> yeah, I know. A week later, we were supposed to see fucking Dyer's murder, and I got and fucked. Through an autopsy, and we all got fucked. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, it would have been so fucking illegal to be there, dude. But uh, I, I, I mean, my final thoughts on this are: I don't like when bands do it, but I understand why they do it. Yeah. I just I won't listen. It's yeah. that simple. Yeah. Now speaking about concerts, uh. We've seen a rise of Twitch concerts or Twitch performances or just live stream performances where either the band will do it for free and just have it on Twitch. Shout out to Code Orange who did it. And I think like North Lane's done it. I've seen um, Noctiloose did it on a fucking Minecraft server. And Bad Omens did a, uh, what was it, an acoustic performance yeah. that you had to reserve a spot for. Now, um, a lot of bands are also making you pay for it. I think Trivium did. I got it for free. Yeah, Trivium's the... done both. They did the big full sale pay one. Shout and out. They just, they just did that free deepest cuts uh, Twitch stream. Shout out to full sale. Um, Metallica's done it. Every big band now, every big musical artist yeah, has probably everyone's... done it by now. Did you see there's a, there's a one coming? I, I don't remember when it's coming, but it's... um, Who is it? It's Lamb of God, Whitechapel, and someone else. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's, it's Who's the other band? lead from within. So it's like, I believe I could be getting the dates wrong, but it's like on the 18th, it's bleed from within is doing like an opening set. And then lamb of God is playing through their new album, the new self-titled album. And then on the 25th, uh, 
Whitechapel's going to do an opening set, and Lamb of God's going to be playing through yeah, Ashes, I, I think. I saw that, I saw that, and that was... Ooh, I'm like, I, listen, I wasn't the biggest fan of the new Lamb of God album. It was good, but I was the biggest fan of it, but I'll watch that. That was... That was those, yeah. those are three really good bands. Well, that's the thing, though. It's, it's two separate ones that you would have to pay for separately. Yeah, no, just my record them. yeah, I'm gonna record it. My favorite one has been Suicide Silence's virtual tour. Um, I didn't about that. that was, I mean, that was what you had to pay for. But they didn't have just a concert; they full yeah. on interact with with the audience. Um, got to play games with them. They had little skits they were running in between each like few songs, and it was just so fun to watch. And Eddie's vocals are still fucking gnarly as fuck, dude. It's, and they didn't play into their new stuff. Well, they okay. They played. They played their new stuff. They didn't play Doris level shit. Yeah, that new, the new Suicide Silence album was actually like good, really good. Yeah, it was a very solid deathcore album. Yeah, we'll just ignore. It. They, they, they fucking were. They knew we, they fucked up with their self-titled. Yeah, one, one misstep. There's, they had the one misstep, but now they've bounced back. Yeah, and they're fucking back, dude. They're still gonna be playing the soundstage, but fuck it, I love them, dude. Honestly, really like the live stream and Twitch performances, though. I yeah. think I think it's a really cool way yeah. for them to like kind of yeah. show off their like like their lighting and and like how they sound live. Yeah. So like when all this mess is over and concerts resume, which they're starting to resume in places. Why? You can you can like like you like oh I really want to see these guys live. They put on a hell of a show on Twitch that one time. So like mm-hmm. it's, a good, it's a good way for them to like stay sharp playing wise, and like try to reach a broader audience. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, I'm sorry, go ahead, Zach. Yeah, I mean, it is you live stream on Twitch. Like anyone can pop in and see. I think Trivium hit like 20k on the stream they just did a week or two ago. Like it's it's a good way to reach a lot of people. Now, um. Speaking of concerts coming back, <laughs> um, a lot of states are going to their third phase of reopening, which don't. Why the f- stop, please? I mean, Maryland is. So. Maryland is. Now, we shouldn't be, though, in my opinion. Um, I agree. I don't think we have the good enough numbers to. We're still seeing... Nope. Um, I can look today. Uh, there's still a decent amount of cases that have happened today. I'll tell you this while you're looking that up. There's a... Br- there's a... There's like a little produce stand right out by where I might where I live, mm-hmm. and they just this summer opened up a, a brewery, like a farm brewery. Oh, wow! And I kid you not, every Friday and Saturday and Sunday that I when I drive past that thing, it is packed to the brim. That's like, like literally, and this building's not big, and then everybody else is outside, and there is no social distancing. Like there is a lot of people. Today alone, place. we've seen 776 new cases. Which isn't a lot. That's really not a lot. Yeah. Now, the thing I guess they might be looking at is how many people are um, being hospitalized. Uh, we saw it go down by 42 people in the last 24 hours, which is really good. Also, the people who are testing, um, in 24 hours, 28,192 people tested. 700 of those are tested positive. So I really guess that's what they're looking at, the testing to case ratio. But mm-hmm. for things like like movie theaters, you can open those up and have social distancing. Concerts, I, I don't know if it's just because we go to metal shows and it's all, I'm always in the fucking pit and I'm always like, sw- oh, yeah, I, no, I, some yeah, other dude yeah, sweat yeah, on me. 
a metal show is one of yeah. the last places you want to be when there's a there's a deadly virus going around. I guess what they're really talking about are, like, acoustic sets outside bars, maybe, or shit like that, you know? Where everyone can yeah, just, like... if you're at a bar or something and there's, like, oh, come watch this, come watch this guy play his acoustic guitar for four hours like, while uh, you drink away the pain, yeah. but it's your <laughs> with your girlfriends, so... <laughs> It's, it's, I think that's it because, like, I believe the restrictions uh, for Maryland specifically are a hundred people indoors, socially distanced, like a hundred people total. So, and then outdoors is two fifty. Like that's that's the max. Like, how many people would you say soundstage fits? I can check right now. Um, I mean, I would say a couple hundred at the max. That would yeah, be a couple hundred. Maryland so, soundstage like, cap basically cut that room you basically just sporadically place a hundred people around that room and it it's not it's just not the same experience i wouldn't i wouldn't do it i would rather wait until there's a vaccine that's readily available everybody's got it also when we do get a vaccine they're going to pull a contagion and they're definitely going to make people wear a bracelet that like signifies like hey you definitely have this are good they, to go. they should because, mm-hmm. because I, a lot of people are just going to say, "Oh, I got it. I love my bracelet at home." But no, that's that's not how it's going to fly. Also, just wear yeah. your fucking mask, dude. Come on, don't be that yeah. fucking don't be that ignorant fucker who's like. I literally, I can't. I I just bought Ravens season tickets, and I literally can't go to games because you fucking assholes will not wear your masks. It is it, it and it drives me up a damn wall. And they fucking record themselves going, Oh, I wasn't born in America. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Like, dude, stop being, stop fucking only caring about yourself, dude. People will literally fucking die from this. Like, I know, so I have, I don't have, like, you know, super shit shit, but, you know, I have my nebulizer that I have to do every now and then, like when I have breathing oh. issues. Yes. From when I was younger and having all my asthma issues. I don't. I don't think I still have asthma. I might. I don't fucking know how any of it works. But I haven't had, like, a serious flare-up in the past, uh, like, seven months. But I still get those, you know, like, flare-ups where I can't properly, you know, I'm fucking wheezing. I need an inhaler or my nebulizer. So, stop being a fucking bitch, alright? Grow the fuck up and wear your fucking mask. If fucking Slipknot can wear it for an entire set, you can wear it for fucking ten minutes when you walk into your fucking Walmart and get your fucking... What what do people get at Walmart? Can you say fuck a couple more times? Fuck Jeez fuck balls. fuck fuck fuck. I yeah, I don't th- I don't think we understood without this fuck. Yeah, you fucking cheese but balls. I think, I think I think we're all in agreement though. Nobody wants to go to concerts in this no. in that state. Yeah, yeah. this is this is a... someone, unless I'm watching someone like Kenny fucking G play a saxophone for an hour hour and a half. That's like, different. I, I don't, That's different. I don't want to go. Listen, I hate people touching me. It's one of the reasons I don't get in the pit because I don't want people touching me. But, like, at the same time, that that's just not the experience, like, going and standing in the middle of the room. Like, I would say, Zach, and Zach will attest to this, one of the most awkward concert experiences ever was when we went to see Vail Amaya because it was on a Tuesday night in Lancaster, and the place was maybe half full. It was also the Chameleon Club, which is all, one of the most dog shit venues. All right. Yeah. And, it, like, the place was half full, and the pit had, like, maybe a dozen people in it, and... So it was so open, and there was like, like the vocalist. It was really weird. Like it was just that being that open, it didn't feel right. So I'm, I'm definitely going to be skipping on concerts if they come around here. 
Yeah, but it was a couple. It was a couple weeks ago. But uh, shout out to uh, Smash Mouth for doing a live concert and getting like six hundred people infected with coronavirus. That was dope as fuck. Imagine liking if you wrist infection to go see Smash Mouth. It's the band that made the Shrek song. <laughs> I don't like. I don't have words. It's that's a gym kind of concert, right there. I was I just about know. to say the gym kind of concert. I don't want to talk about Jim on on here, but like, I mean that that Jim Jim will defend that to his grave, I'm sure. Well, I mean, it, I don't know if the exact number was 600, but it was definitely in the hundreds. Where's the fuck? Where the hell was that held? I, I it was a know. it was a um. Watch it be a live stream concert, and they still got people infected. I'm gonna guess yeah. and say Florida. Oh my God, Traps played one too. That makes sense. They could just go get on. They could just rent out like one of those. Oh big, like, no no no! no. I, you know what? No. I went trapped to tour. No no! You went, it was a festival in South Dakota. Yeah. Uh, the bands that played it were Smash Mouth, Trapped, Fuck Those Guys, uh, Buck Cherry, Fozzy, Drowning Pool, Quiet Riot, uh, and Night Ranger. Drowning, Drowning Pool was there, of course. Bro, you're getting infected to hear All Star and bodies come on <laughs> and that let one quiet riot song come on feel the noise let the bodies hit the floor oh, it had, they had their first related um that's exactly what happened though when they went to that show all the bodies hit the floor cause they all got yes, COVID all got COVID and died god damn Zach's mic is so loud the first their first COVID it's death Jesus came from that concert Christ. uh September 1st so imagine going to see Smash Mouth and dying a few weeks later. Was it worth yeah, it? Yeah, worth it. <laughs> death worth. Jim be like a worthy death. <laughs> God damn it. Jim, Jim's ultimate lineup would be Smash Mouth and Weezer. Uh, there's and other Beach Boys. Definitely not. Definitely reason. not a high school musical play. Definitely not no, that. Not High School Musical too. Whack. Yeah, that's garbage, guys. Oh my! Yeah, you can God. watch your girly Disney movie, Zach. I'll be listening to real music for real men. Turns okay. on Beach Boys. Everybody yeah, goes surfing. Fucking Kokomo. <laughs> All right, let's let's wrap it up here. We got two more things we're gonna go over here. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna look at overall who do we think is the most consistent band right now? And when we mean consistent, we're talking about. Either, you know, if they haven't released more than four projects, all their projects being absolute bangers, or if they have more than four pro- like five projects in a row, quality. Yeah. Uh, so right right off the bat, we're we're gonna let's sick. just let's just get a couple of bands out of the way. Like Rivium is 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 in this yeah. conversation. August Burns Red is in this conversation. Era's um, in there. Uh fucking Era has five. Yeah, Era has five. That's they 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 have four. They have four. They have four. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, then yeah. the next uh, I won't say Currents only has three projects. Uh so in my opinion them. counterparts. Yep, yeah, counterparts. Yeah, um, so I originally uh I suggested this topic because partial spoiler for uh, next week's pick, but I've been going through Demon Hunter's discography. Trying to decide which album I want to pick for next week of theirs. They're all good, and it is. I I still don't know. It's going to be very tough. They are. Well, I mean, their their name is dope as fuck. So. Yeah, Demon Hunter is an extremely consistent band, and I have 
Alright, 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 time out. Yeah, time out. Yeah, whose dog is fucking something? Get the fucking dog now. Get the dog. You're gonna have to cut this out. I know. Yeah, hold on. I'm waiting for her to stop. I don't know why she's rolling around. Fucking kidding me? This fucking nudger that- who is it? Who is it? Is it Riley? No, it's Chloe making that noise. That is way too deep to be Chloe. That's the joke. Because who else- what other dog could be- Alright, just get her to shut the fuck up. My ass. Please, stop. Leave me alone. <laughs> so. Kill your dog. We Maybe. also have, um, Bayard is Murder, Acacia Strain. Yeah. Every single fucking Acacia Strain album is beautiful. Yeah. Like yeah. Monster Flames. Uh, yes. Chelsea Mom. Grin. Yep. Uh, Fit for an Autopsy, Left Behind. Uh, yeah, Chelsea, for me, I, I'm not gonna agree with Chelsea Grin. Some of their other albums as a whole kind of underwhelming i i can i can see where you're coming there. from with that. but i uh, i just uh, now Ooh. now that i've heard now that i've heard tom barber and chelsea grin everything oh, with yeah. alex just pales yep. in my opinion now it, alex in my so, opinion his earlier stuff was great uh live he was a he was a pretty shitty person bro i'm not gonna lie um like he he wasn't the kind of person you wanted to meet I didn't mean the group was VIP. It just, it just wasn't, it wasn't good, you know? Um, Tom's Lord of Shore stuff is beautiful. Fit for a King, Fit for a Fit King, for a King. Silent Planet. Well, Noctis. nah, Silent Planet are only has three albums. Um, Noctilus, I mean, they only have two. Polaris? Nah, there? Polaris only has two. Uh, the story yeah, so far? They do have two EPs, but I think it, that's still less than five projects. Um, fuck, I'm trying to think. It's not like every Planet time I die, three. baby, every time I die has been doing it for like, what, 15 plus years now? I would say the plot in you, personally. Oh my god, yes. I didn't even think the about that. You, even though they have progressively gotten softer, their it's music still good. is just, it's still just as good. Yeah, it's still definitely just as good. Um, I would say Periphery, and Zach already mentioned uh, Make Them Suffer. Yep. Make Them Suffer as I lay dying. Yep, yep. Yeah. After the burial. Yep. Yep. Um Con? How many they have three, I think, right? Three or four? Three no, albums. I think they've been doing it for a little while, but honestly, their earliest stuff I'm not a huge fan of. Because okay. Mad Honeycut has every album he's been improving as a vocalist quite a bit. Mm-hmm. To yep. the point where now going back to their earliest stuff, he just doesn't sound very good to me. Oh okay, I can see that. I see where you're coming from. North Lane has a lot of albums, but I really think, like, I like, um, what's the one, what was the one before Alien? It's uh, like, fuck. Uh, um, uh, it is, but I believe it is Node. No, it's Mesmer. It's Mesmer. Mesmer. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute, hold on, let me check. 2015. Yeah, Mesmer was 2017. Yeah, I, I think a- Alien is obviously their magnum opus, but Alien like, is the best, yeah. but, um, the only one with their old old vocalist was Discoveries, or maybe Discoveries and Singularity were not with uh, Marcus. But um, I do but love. I, I would yeah. say I would say their all North Lane's been really super consistent. Yep. Even though it's not Marcus, it's still really good. Mm. What about uh, how many Daysick only has two albums? No, three albums. No, no four. Does not yeah, have we, two. No, no, I'm going yeah. back. Daysick has like four, dude. Yeah, yeah but no, I think they've kind of like they just. Like their best album just came out last year. 
Hey, Although, also, I will say, I'm gonna add one. I'm gonna add a band with three albums because I, I like them that much. I'm gonna say Spike. Oh my God, yes. Even though they only have three albums, the those are all really super quality, mm -hmm. and they just they made their best one with the uh, root of all evil. Definitely. Fit for an autopsy. He's been doing it for a while. Yeah, I yeah, think. Yeah. I think. I, I, now that we mentioned, there's so many that can, can go on a exactly. Whitechapel. Uh, Whitechapel. Yep. Uh, what what what's the thoughts on We Came as Romans? Um. Okay. So, in my opinion, I like all their stuff. I wouldn't say they're all bangers. The, yeah. The I best agree. thing they I released, agree. I hate to say it, was actually I don't hate to say it was their last single. Um, Carry the Weight. Yeah. That song is fucking amazing. That's, also, that's the best yeah. Um. Uh, I won't say Bear Chickens. No. Look, Shadow of Intent has four projects. I'm calling that enough to uh count them in this list because they're just they don't they have three albums they have three albums i was count i would i just put projects and they've got an ep too so lord of shore what it's like their first project if you go under singles on spotify because i have their instrumental save i'm like we are not counting instrumentals no on their projects. but no lord way. lorna shore well <gasps> No, but, but even even with just their three albums, we can absolutely say yeah. Shadow of Intent. Uh, Again, yeah, number two awesome. album of last year. They're incredible. Uh, yeah. um, could we say Justice... I mean, I'm not saying... But Justice eh, for the Dan does... Nah. Nah. How uh, many does Enterprise Earth have? Uh, they only have three. Nah. Uh, well, if this new album is as good as they're making it out to be... Uh, I, I'll, I'll say it. I'll say they're one of the most consistent. Mm -hmm. All right, let's uh let's wrap it up here. We're gonna move on to our final topic of the night. Uh, we're gonna be talking about upcoming movies we're most excited about. Um, now it doesn't have to be coming out this year or recently. It's just anything we're looking forward to. Uh, for me, I mean it's already out. Bill and Ted Three. I just want to see really bad and the uh, live action Mulan. I. Bucks to see it. Well, I'm not going I, to. I'm gonna wait. I you was, pay three dollars to see what? that. You're a simp. I'm not going to. The, it's no simp. September two. So you came out for it, and they were like, they were shockingly good. And I was like, wow, did they do something right? And then I saw a clip from it on Twitter like yesterday, and it it looks like garbage. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> like, it the it looked bad. The it's, first one's amazing, though. I, I mean, the amazing. We don't. Uh, I don't understand why Disney feels the need to make a bunch of live-action remakes of their classic animated movies. Just like let the sleeping money. dogs lie. Let sleeping dogs lie. It's, it's money. Just, I understand money, but like, if you're not gonna do it right, then why do it? I can see yeah. money to that. <laughs> yeah, but and they're gonna. But they're gonna money doesn't money. matter they're, when they're not making any. It's about to take. They're gonna lose lots of money on this yeah. shit. They're gonna, like they're going to lose tons of money on this. So you can't you can't just say, oh well, they did it for money. I mean, yeah, but they they lost money in this case, and well, also it's wait, getting shit on with reviews. We're talking about why they made it, and obviously, when making this movie or deciding to make this movie, they couldn't have predicted. This so, that people think it's trash. I as mean, I I know it's coming out in theaters where theaters are open, and I and I want to see it. But I'll wait to see it in my house, and I'll probably watch it with you, Zach. But Tenant, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah that, I was... reviews reviews I've heard are it's 
ridiculously confusing. One of his most con- Christopher Nolan's most confusing movies yet. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm excited for Tenant too. I'm really and excited for Tenant. It's a shame that COVID had to kind of, re- you know, ruin the hype for that because that was getting a lot of hype before, like when because it was gonna be like the summer movie basically, and he really it just never happened. I am just here for Dune. All right. The first trailer is finally coming out on Wednesday. Denis Villeneuve, I think that's how you say it, he just, like, he only directs good movies. He made Blade Runner 2049, Arrival, Sicario, Prisoners, like... But he also made Sicario 2? Just saying. He did not. He did not direct that one. Oh, he didn't do that one? That is why it was... Alright, I'll I'll take the loss. But just Mm. that... A quadrilogy of Prisoners, Sicario, Arrival, and Blade Runner 2049. I still need to watch. Oh my god. Blade Runner 2049 was so fucking amazing. I loved it. And then you've got a nice cast. It's based on... I have not read it yet, but I know Dune is like one of the most influential, iconic, beloved yep. uh, sci-fi... Yeah, my, uh, my, my ex-roommate one was reading the book while I was there and he's I asked I asked him periodically like hey how's Dune I know there's a movie coming out and he's like oh dude it's fucking insane you're gonna love it I'm like you won't you can relish he's, he let he he offered to let me borrow the book and I'm like nah I'd just fall asleep I'd rather just go see the movie when it comes out <laughs> yeah no I mean it's like like it goes far back enough like it inspired now Star that I now that I think about it brother. the only movie book series that I read in full before i saw any of the movies was the hunger games i read and, uh the first one and like i'm actually school before the movie came i never out. even finished those movies i, don't yeah, think I, I, I didn't like, finish I didn't them watch, either i didn't watch the last one i wa- i saw the first three in theaters and then i just never went to see the last one i just didn't care i only saw the first two and then they, they split it they split the last one into two parts and i just yeah, didn't watch either parts just kind of rubbed me the wrong way Honestly, I, th- I, don't know. I don't know what it is about her. She just rubs me the wrong way. I don't know why. But um, I just never went to see the movie in theaters. I read Catching Fire in literally like two days. Mm-hmm. Like the longest book of the series. Um, but splitting up the last book into two movies was kind of kind of dumb, I remember. But yeah. whatever. But yeah. like that's the only move. That's the only like book series I like I've actually read before I saw the movies. Everything else I've read after I saw the movies. Yeah. TV the, show. the the I, I'm trying to think. I read the first two Harry Potter books, but that was after yeah. I saw all the movies. Yeah, I saw that in theaters, and then the, I saw how the, big the books were, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm not interested in this. I'd rather just wait a day for the whole thing to be out in movies. <laughs> yeah, the only thing, the only thing I think I I read before I watched was Watchmen, and I hated oh, yeah. that movie. <laughs> I was gonna say I uh. Did you watch I, I, the show on HBO? Did you watch that? No, I didn't watch the show. Okay, I was because I I watched a couple episodes of it and it was actually it seemed really good, but I haven't read the actual source material, so I didn't yeah. know if it was accurate it's, or not. Apparently, I heard it's after the book, so oh, um, it's like a sequel to it. Yeah, but then again, there's also uh, Doomsday Clock, which is a comic series after the novel as well. It's in the '90s where they basically fall into the DC universe. Yeah, well, 
it wasn't like that from what I remember. But uh, yeah, no, no, it's it's the the show isn't like that at all. But I don't know which one is like quote unquote canon. I just kind of bought it and read it, and I was like, oh, this is sick. And then what other really... movies even are there? Like, what? I mean, the, obviously the Batman. Like, yeah, that's... I was gonna say. Which apparently Robert Pattinson has COVID nineteen, yeah, so they stopped. So does uh, so does the Rock, and his no, kids. the Rock had it. Oh yeah, had yeah, it. Yeah. Yes, they recovered. The Rock, uh, Batman. Oh, also speaking of, I mean, this is this is kind of a uh, we we didn't get to talk about this because it happened this week, right? Or was it last week? I don't remember. But well, what are they going to do with Black Panther two? Black Panther in general yeah. with the uh, people with his death. Yeah, like, people were saying that I like, feel like that's a worthy discussion to have. That's yeah, all. yeah. The people were saying that like uh the moment yeah, that, he died that, that, and I was like, bro. Was, yeah, ridiculous. that's that's yeah, that's just give it some time. Respectful. Yeah. I think like, what they're doing, what they're going to do, which they could totally do with uh Doctor Strange uh into the multiverse, which by the way is being directed by Sam Raimi, which I can't wait. Is I think they're gonna bring in a new actor. I mean, I feel like he since it's been it's been known for a while now he was an integral part of the next big phase of Marvel, the MCU. So like replacing him, even though some people may not like agree with the move, is kind of yeah. You set yourself up to where you have to. Yeah, like yeah. like if. It's and it's super unfortunate. Although it does beg the question, because certainly they, the people who are writing this story and like directing this whole next phase, they certainly they had to know about it. Like they had to know about his cancer. Like I don't know, they didn't. So how do you? Ryan Coogler, the director of the first one, and he was going to write and direct the second one. He made a post saying he didn't know. That what? <laughs> That's insane. Now, to be fair, he looked like physically he looked insane in Black Panther. Yeah, he looked really good, like strong, like built, like he was really muscular. He did not look like he had cancer or was on chemotherapy at all. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty yeah. tragic. It's yeah. really sad because he was yeah. a really good dude too. Yeah, I mean, the Five Bloods he was really good in too. Right, uh, which just came out as well. But like, like he, he had shit still coming out recently. But Black, Black Panther had just like the character he played and like what it meant to like not we're not going to get into a racial discussion here, but like the the like what he meant to like the black community mm-hmm. and like a black superhero like that that would that's like a super critical super crucial thing. Mm-hmm. And now that's and it's 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 massive shoes to fill in, even though he's been in what three movies now? He's only been in three Marvel movies. Yeah, especially yeah. especially when the character first came out, it was a very right. important part of comics in general. I mean, Falcon, you could Falcon was technically like the first like black superhero, yeah. but like Black Panther was like, you know, he wasn't a like a sidekick. Yeah, he was, he, he was his character. own character. Yeah. I'll tell you another movie I'm excited to see. Uh, the Crudes, A New Age, is coming out on December 23rd this year. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, hold That's on. What I was thinking. The orig- hold on. The Crudes isn't a bad kids movie. Yeah, it's not. You're right. It, like, yeah. I, I'm not exactly 
excited for the crews too. Definitely, definitely. Oh, yeah. Also, have Godzilla versus Kong next next year. Yeah, this gonna be sick. Do you, oh, do you guys see the uh, the action figure that was leaked? Mm-mm. No. I I don't. I'm not gonna say it, but because it's a spoiler, but it's fucking sick. Uh, now I'll tell you this, uh, and then let me tell you a movie I'm excited to not go see, and that's the next Jurassic World. Oh my um, god! That, that, that's a thing. They're making another one. I saw. I I had the displeasure why? of seeing that piece of shit. Yep. Why? And that was awful. It was terrible. The ending was How? such stupid. Like so dumb. What so, was the ending? It was so forced to like, set up a sequel. Dinosaurs have been have descended upon the world. Just yeah. off mess. Just yeah, just because. because the dinosaurs were all like fuck you we want to print more money in the Jurassic exactly. name <laughs> the dinosaurs were all like locked up in this uh facility basically they were trapped in this room that was being filled with this gas that was about to kill them and this little girl decided you know what i, I have a heart i want to end i want to kill the whole world yeah so she opened the door <laughs> and just released the dinosaurs into con- the continental United States. Just Wait, ridiculous. does she like? Does she like control them, or like she will they kill her too? She, she uh, presses the button to let them out. Oh, I didn't know if it was gonna be like open a door and just say, "Go, go! They can't hurt you now. Go!" It's yeah. it's stupid. Also, we have the Space Jam movie next year that's been rumored for literally over a decade and a half. Oh, it, cannot. <laughs> it, no, there's it's no way to match up to the original at this point. I mean, it's it's been, but it's been it's in the talks with LeBron James being the main actor forever. But like it, it's it's not. I don't think it's gonna happen. Like uh, it does happen. I don't think it's gonna be good. I mean, it's I like the Rock is Black Adam. Adam. It's been fucking forever. We have a new <laughs> movie next year. That'll be sick. Um, that's all I got for. I me. I guess uh, speaking of movies that just didn't need sequels, like every Jurassic Park movie ever. Pacific Rim Uprising. Oh my god. <laughs> it, it, yeah. it, I haven't even seen the original. Pacific the original is pretty good. The original is like a great action movie. It's a hollow it, action movie. The, no, it actually got substance. And like and Charlie Day's in it, and it's amazing. It's amazing. And then the second one is bad. It's I, like, yeah. The action is just not as engaging. The story is a lot weaker. The lives of every human on the earth depend on us, like fifteen-year-old kids. Yeah, it, it's not. That like, uh, what does that sound like? Every YA novel. Power. Yeah, I was, gonna say, I was literally gonna say like Ender's Game, basically. It, it just was not a good movie, and the plot twist is Charlie Day plays the bad guy. He becomes a bad guy because his mind... Which I, I also... I actually read Ender's Game before that movie came out, and that was just disappointing. Isn't that the one with uh, Finn from Star Wars? I don't... Yeah, the Pacific Rim Uprising? Yeah. Yeah. John Boyega? Yeah, John Boyega, yeah. I had it, a brain fart. I briefly forgot yeah. his name. Yeah, it it's a bad movie. Also, I, can I, I... I'm not excited. Speaking of movies, I'm not excited for... I just have zero hype. Maybe it's because I haven't seen or heard what anything's about yet, but I am not excited for another Star Wars movie. Because... Are they even... I mean... Yeah, like, there was talks about it. I think it was, um... What's-his-face? Oh, what's is it, is it going to be something, like, actually... Who's the guy that directed Thor Ragnarok? 
Taika Waititi. Yeah, he's. I, I heard that he's getting a trilogy. Oh. Okay, see, he could do something. Oh, you don't. He did Ragnarok, and he did uh, Jojo so Rabbit. They, so are they gonna let him do the whole trilogy and not just bring in someone different in the middle? Because I love Ryan yeah, Johnson. It was but... either Taika Waititi or someone else, but they're they like gonna do the whole trilogy. Originally, they had they they were slated to give a whole trilogy to. Uh, let me check my notes here. Uh, the two assholes who wrote Game of Thrones. Yikes! Uh, and yeah. that was a hard pass. Oh, we saw how that shit show ended. Pass. Yeah, I think I think they I think they changed that. Yeah, no, they they, 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 they played themselves. They, they saw the backlash and they said, "Oh yeah, you're not writing you're not writing jack shit for our our, our franchise. Get out of here." <laughs> they hurt themselves because they rushed the ending of Game of Thrones. They ordered, like, or they said that they wanted to do fewer episodes, fewer seasons, so they could hurry up, finish Game of Thrones, and get to Star Wars. But rushing the ending went so poorly, and they received so much backlash that they got removed from the Star Wars uh, I just spawned a fantastic future debate idea. I know we're not going to do it tonight, but I have a really good one for, like, next week, probably. So... I'm going to put that in. You're going to put that in? Oh, yeah, for sure. All right, so I guess we can we can uh, close it close it there. Uh, any any final things you guys want to pitch in? Elliot, you want to pitch no. in anything? No, you all good? Mm-mm. All right, well, uh, thanks, you guys, all for stopping by. Um, if you like it, keep listening. If you don't, then I'm sorry. Uh, I don't care. Make sure you guys subscribe to our Patreon. And have a, have a good night. All right, peace.